Okie dokie. Let's jump into this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double and Ben Variety Show. How you doing? Good to see ya. What's crackalackin'? How was your week? How was your weekend? Did you have fun? Was everyone nice to ya? Did you, you know, go out for drinks with the girls? Did you have a few beers with the boys? Did you watch the footy? Are you pissed off about Manly and how those seven players aren't going to compete in the next few games or whatever the fuck? I don't know. I don't... Listen, I am very, very un-Australian, okay? I don't follow the NRL. I, I don't know what it is. Balls in sport, for some reason, just never done it for me, all right? I, 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 I'm not captivated when, you know, I see a bunch of, like, uh, muscle... Heads, you know, running around going like, Yeah, pass the footy, go on, mate. Kick it, kick it. Yeah, there you go. Kick the footy, mate. And then you've got some commentator in the background going, Oh, he's passing the ball. Oh, he's going hard. Oh, he's running. Oh, look at him. He scored a try. What a great play. I just can't. I don't know what it is. I can't get into it. For some reason, I like seeing two dudes or two women who are, you know, probably on steroids, you know, all of those fighters. I like seeing these juice heads beating the shit out of each other in an octagon. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, and it's not because I'm I, I like violence. It's not because I get off on, you know, people, you know, trying to uh, brutally beat the shit out of each other. I just, you know, it's 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 one of those sports where it's like, um, it, it can end in, in, in any, at any minute, you know? It's not like footy where it's like, all right, boys. We're, 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 it's half time. We got 40 minutes left. Now, let me ask you something. Do you want to win this match? You know, I've got a kid at home. He's my son. He looks at me and he thinks, Dad, when are we going to win? When are you bringing home the trophy? When are you going to do this for us and a family? So I'm asking you, boys, are you going to kick the footy? There's 40 minutes left. You can't pull out now. Whereas, like, in the UFC, you know, all it takes is uh, Kamara Usman uh, to land that right hand on Jorge Masvidal, and he's fucking out like a light, all right? That shit's more captivating, all right, to me personally. But you know what? It, 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 the world is a beautiful thing. Let me tell you why. The world is a beautiful thing because everyone has a different opinion, right? Everyone has different viewpoints. You like this. I like that. You like medium rare. You like your, you know, steak to be cooked to a charcoal, you know? Whatever it is you're into, that's fine. Now, speaking of different opinions, let's jump in to this manly jersey fiasco. All right. Now, I'm going to be real here with you, all right? I like being real with you, all right? No bullshit. I'm, I kind of look at this situation in a uh, through kind of like, shall we say, like a bigger picture kind of lens, right? Uh, first off, if you're not aware of the situation, well, let's read out the situation, right? Let me pull up an article here. Obviously, you know, I don't have this ready to go before I hit record because, you know, I'm unorganized. When it comes to this shit, I uh, instead like to waste your time while you're sitting there in the car listening or, you know, however it is you're listening to this. You know, you might be going for a walk, you might be in the car picking up your kids or you're driving to a divorce settlement or whatever or you're on your way to kill your boss at work. Whatever you're, whatever it is you're up to while you're listening to this, whatever. I'm sorry to waste your time, alright? But 
I just forgot to pull up the article beforehand. All right. Let's pull up this shit. Jersey. All right. All right. Oh, this is... Because, like, this shit happened, like, last week. So, um... Now it's at a point where you've got all these, like, shitty news articles being like, this is my opinion on the situation, and I just feel it's just not right. Let me tell you why. It's a uh, 30-minute read, but, you know, I can't talk. I'm here doing, like, a nearly hour-long podcast giving you my opinion. Uh, can I just... I, I just love how, like, all these new news articles, right? Like, they can't... They can't just tell you what's what. They're gonna be like, oh, okay... Here's all this other information that is completely fucking useless. And it's like, dude, just get to the fucking point. It's like when you when you meet those people who just can't give you a yes or no answer. And you're just like, dude, I'm just asking you, like, you know, are we driving the car today? I don't need you to explain to me for 30 minutes being like, did you know uh, Ford was uh, founded in Australia in 1862? I don't really know if that's a fact. But y- you get my point. There's people who just fucking, you know can't get to the goddamn point, most like, mostly like these news articles, and just like me, nearly five minutes in, all right, where are we at, um, okay, okie dokie, here we go, you ready, gather around everyone, all right, let's read this out, Manly Seagulls players to boycott, boycott NRL match over Pride jersey. The Sea Eagles have unveiled their everyone-in-league jersey on Monday. Coach Des Hasler said on Tuesday the players opposed to wearing the Pride jersey on religious and cultural grounds and were not playing the home match against the Sydney Roosters on Thursday. Well, isn't that a crying shame? Uh, Seven players from uh, Australian National Rugby League team, Manly Seagulls, were boycotted. Yeah, okay, you already fucking said that. You don't need to repeat yourself. Just get to the point, please. All right, Manly coach Des Hasler said the players were opposed to wearing the Pride jersey on religious and culture. Okay, oh my God, you fucking said that already. All right, the players will not play on Thursday and we accept their decision, an emotional Des Des Hasler told reporters at a media conference on Tuesday. These young men are strong in their beliefs and their convictions and we will give them the space and the support they require. Manly announced on Monday the team would wear the jersey which has rainbow bands as a symbol of inclusiveness. Well, isn't that so nice? Uh, Manly, former Manly great Ian Roberts, the first professional rugby player to come out as gay, said the players' opposition to the jersey was sad and uncomfortable. I can promise you every young kid on the northern beaches of Sydney who is dealing with their sexuality would have heard about this. Uh, he told Sydney's Daily Telegraph. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, make sure you give uh, good old Uncle Rupert your opinion. That's that's good. Whatever. All right, he's a fucking footy player. All right, he's probably not aware of how, you know, uh, media magnates in this country work. You know, the fact that Costello uh, runs Fairfax, the fact that uh, Murdoch owns, you know, 70% of uh, newsprint in this country, whatever. He's, he, you know, he's throwing a fucking footy around. He doesn't have time to think about this shit. All right, if, he listens, if you're listening to this, what's your name again? Ian. Ian, what a great Australian name. Ian. Hey, go, mate. My name's uh, Ian. I uh, drive a Holden Commodore. I like beers. And I like, uh, you know, working on my garden. All right. Coach Hasler said Manly had mismanaged the well-intentioned Jersey initiative by not consulting its players and had failed to adequately inform stakeholders inside and outside the club. Reading from a prepared statement, he apologised on the club's behalf 
both to the players and to the minority groups within the community who embrace the rainbow colors as a symbol of pride in who they are. The intent of the sorry, the intent of the jersey was to support the advocacy and human rights pertaining to gender, race, culture, culture, ability, and LGBTQ movements. He said. All right. So essentially, good old Des, fucking Des, mate, from the Sea Eagles, you know, who likes a good old Four Pines uh, lager, you know, none of this uh, pale ale shit, no like that craft beer stuff, mate. Whatever happened to Carlton Draft? Oh, no, we can't have that. We've got to uh, be supported by Four Pines Brewing, mate. My name's Des Hadler. Des Hasler. Yeah. I like to kick footy around. I like to tell people how to kick a footy around. Oh, yeah, mate. Go the fucking Eagles, bruh. Um, okay. So, essentially, Des comes out and he's like, yeah, okay. We didn't tell the players and we didn't really tell, you know, we weren't, we, we didn't communicate properly on this, right? Now, Here's the thing, all right? Before you, you know, uh, start writing your tweets, before you start clipping this out of context, trying to get me uh, cancelled or whatever the fuck, just hear me out, all right? Here's the thing, okay? Now, how do I say this? All right. Manly fucked up, right? Manly did not handle this well, okay? This is the thing. When when it comes to like when it comes to like say like politics in sport, like say like an organization like the Seagulls, right? It's not their job and this is across the board. This goes for any like team sport. It's not really their job to like put any political messages on any jersey, right? I will say this though, it's kind of hilarious how like all these people are like are losing their shit over like, you know, the gay pride flag being on the jersey, but they're completely comfortable with comfortable with like, I don't know, Westpac and ANZ and Sunbank being on their jerseys, you know, these fucking banks that have completely like, you know, uh ruined the working class, these banks who have, you know, been absolutely criminal towards its customers. Like, you know, the Royal Commission, which was, you know, if you look into, like, the Royal Commission with the banks, right, um, they, they, they got off so lightly because the banks went to Malcolm Turnbull at the time back when the Royal Commission was going on. And they went to Malcolm and they're just like, you know, uh, this is how we want you to handle it. You don't look here. You don't look there. This is where you want, this, this is where we want you to look, you know. Don't ask any questions about this. Don't ask any questions about that. All right, that's how your investigation is going to go. And Malcolm Turnbull being the fucking banker synth that he is just went okay and that's how they got off lightly you know even though they were up to absolutely criminal shit uh yeah you know but you know the players are are fine with those kind of banks being on their jersey but a gay pride flag absolutely fucking not uh which is hilarious to me but look this is the thing i just at the end of the day like it's not this is the thing I respect about the UFC, and I'm trying to like word this properly because it's hard without people going like, "Oh my god, you just don't support these issues." It's like, no, it's not that I don't support these issues. That's not what I'm saying. You look at the UFC, right? What's really the way like Dana White handles his organization and his fighters really well is that like he doesn't muzzle anyone. Like all these fighters have like different opinions. You know, they talk about, you know, certain political issues in their own time at a press conference, right? 
He doesn't give a shit about that. But what he won't do is that, like, he's not going to start putting on, like, the UFC fighter merch that they got to wear where they do the walkout. Like, he's not going to start putting all these, like, political messages on there, right? He keeps all of that off of the UFC uniforms because he understands that it's not his job to start, you know, uh, implying all these political messages on their uniforms, okay? Because at the end of the day, he understands that everyone has a different viewpoint. People are going to agree with this. People are going are to agree with that, okay? With the Sea Eagle stuff, it's not the Sea Eagle's job to put political messages on the jerseys, right? Let me just put it this way, okay? Now, look, personally, it's like you, you probably listen to this thinking, like, do you even support these... Uh, this group, do you support, like, LGBT rights? Like, yeah, obviously I do. Like, it's, it's a fucking stupid question. Like, yeah, obviously. Like, that's not what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying that I don't or I do. It's the bigger picture that I'm talking about, right? So, with, like, the Seagulls, they failed to understand that, like, everyone in that team is not going to share the same viewpoint, right? Now, when they're not playing, when they're doing a press conference or whatever, they can say whatever the fuck they want. They can, you know, they, they, they can talk about any political or social issue they want. It's their right to do so, like, at the end of the day. But what is not the job of the Seagulls company is to start putting all, like, political messages on the uniforms, right? Let me just put it this way, right? Say if I was managing, like, uh, a bar or something, right? And the staff all had uniforms, right? And I decided to suddenly go, okay... We have our logo on the uniforms, but what we're also going to start putting on the uniforms is uh, Vote LNP. How do you think everyone would react to that, right? Now, if my, say like I was working somewhere and my boss all of a sudden like said like on our uniforms we're going to have like Vote LNP, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, I'm not wearing that. I'm not wearing that, you know? And for two reasons. One, obviously I don't like the LNP, I vote against the LNP. But two, it's the bigger picture. The bigger picture is what I'm talking about. The bigger picture is that like it's not a company's job to start, you know, uh, putting political messages on the jersey. It's not their job. Okay, it's it's you can have certain political me- like you can talk about whatever the fuck you want in regards to politics. Sorry, I got distracted. Some people like I, I moved into a new place and like. I don't know, people can kind of see inside my place and two people walk by and it completely threw me off guard. So I was on a fucking roll, God damn it. Anyway, um, at the end of the day, it's like, the bigger picture is that like politics in regards to being on like, being branded on like, you know, any team sports or whatever, particularly jerseys, it, that is not the company's job. That is not the company's job. It doesn't matter what the political message is. It can be about any political message, it shouldn't be on there. It just shouldn't be on there. It should be completely neutral, right? Outside of the jerseys, you know, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. Whether, you know, like, whatever it is you want to talk about, you can talk about it. But I think at the end of the day, politics needs to, like, it it, it should not be imprinted on a jersey. Because not everyone's going to share the same viewpoint. Now, you can look at these people, say for the, you know, the, the seven plays who aren't going to play. And you can look at them and think, yeah, they're a bunch of homophobic pieces of shit. And yeah, you might be right. But the bigger picture is, is that this this shouldn't even be happening in the first place, right? It should, like politics or any, like any of that shit 
should not be imprinted on these jerseys. It doesn't matter what the political message is. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't be on there. It, 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 that goes for any team sport. That goes for any organization. It just really should... Like, it just... It should stay... The politics should should stay out of the game. It just needs to stay out of the, stay out of the game. If these players want to go out and, you know, express their viewpoints about anything, let them do it. Who gives a shit? But when it comes to, like, playing the game, like, it... it, it, it like, it, like for... Okay. I'll, I'll even say this. It would be like if, like, the Penrith Pan- Panthers had on their uniforms, vote ALP, right? I'm a Labour voter, right? And I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. But it's just like politics shouldn't be in sport. It just should not be in sport. Now, I would look at that messaging thinking that is the right messaging. You should be voting for them. But at the same time, it's like the principle is that I'm supporting. The bigger picture is that like it's all about keeping like all these all this political messaging and all this shit. Like you, you just shouldn't make players like you know like you have to support this no matter what because it doesn't matter and again it's not about like it's about the like political sphere as a whole right that's what it's about like it's not it's any political message like you can't make someone like wear a shirt saying like you need to wear this because they're not going to agree with it or they will be some other people will be fine with it others won't but as a whole in general, you shouldn't put political messaging on, like, any uniform. doesn't matter what the political messaging is, alright? Even though it is fucking hilarious that half these players, you know, walk into a locker room and they see a bunch of dicks flopping out and, you know, and they're comfortable getting a thumb, a thumb stuck up their ass during a scrum. I, I, it's, it's hilarious, but still, it's like, and it's not, and I know people might be listening to this thinking, like, oh my god, he's anti-gay or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not what I'm saying. It's it's the bigger picture behind it. I don't know how many times I have to repeat myself about that, but like, it's the it's you, at the end of the day, in regards to like team sports or any sports or anything like that, you just keep like any politics out of like sport as a whole, right? If these players outside of playing rugby or whatever want to go out and you know, express their political viewpoints, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, let them do it. But you can't force people to wear a uniform which signifies a political message. It's it's not, not everyone's going to agree with it, right? It's the bigger picture as a whole. That's what I'm saying, all right? It's not because like, you know, oh my God, it's so woke or whatever the fuck. That's not what I'm saying, all right? I think all that woke, is all that woke stuff that you hear on, Twitter and Reddit and all that shit. I, I I've always said it's a bunch of horse shit. It's just people who have their head, who have their heads stuck in the, you know 2016 in this Trump Clinton era. It's like guys, it was six fucking years ago. Okay, yes, social justice worries they suck. They're annoying. Who gives a shit, right? It's just more cultural horseshit. So I'm not saying that like this is woke. This needs to stop. No, it's as a whole political messaging. No matter what it is, just should not be. On any uniforms, okay? If the players outside of, you know, outside of playing the game, if they want to go out and talk about how much, you know, they love gay people or whatever, or they can do that, alright? But at the same time, it's like forcing any political message, and it's not that I'm target. it's not that I'm like, you know, saying, you know, the gay community in general or whatever. It's the political messaging as a whole. 
as a whole, no matter what the political messaging is, it should not be involved in team sports and being printed on people's jerseys. Even though, like I said before, I think it's hilarious that, you know, all these players are comfortable with having, like, Citibank implanted on their jerseys. Like, it's like, really? You're comfortable with, like, the bank's being imprinted on your jersey, but, you know, you're offended over a fucking flag. Like, it's, I think it's stupid, but regardless, you shouldn't have political messaging on there as a whole. That's just what I think. It's not because I'm anti-anything. It's literally just, like, it's the bigger picture sense that I'm talking about across the board. All right? Does that make sense? Have you put your phones down? Are you... Uh, do, 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 do you see what I'm saying here? All right? I'm trying to talk some sense here, Okay? So, yeah, they didn't handle it well. They didn't. The, the Seagulls didn't handle it well. You can't just like not communicate. Like, hey, we just want to let you know before this happens, you're gonna have to wear this on your jersey, okay? These players literally showed up, and they got the uniforms, and they're like, the fuck's this? Like, it's like, well, hang on. Like, Pete, at the end of the day, this is the way I look at it, and this is a very generalized statement. This is really cliche, and it's gonna sound stupid, but it's really it's true. Is that like? Everyone across the board is always going to have a different opinion. They're going to agree with you and they're going to disagree with you. But you can't, like, make people wear a certain uniform which is going to signify a certain message. Right? I, I don't know. That's just me across the board. Like, bigger picture I'm supporting. <clears throat> right? It's not that I'm anti-anything. It's just, like, they, should, they manly fucked up. They should have communicated better. You know, if they really wanted to stick to their guns on this, well, they should have handled it a lot better, all right? They didn't communicate properly. You can't expect everyone to just fall in line, right? It, It's just... Yeah, it's just how it works, I guess. I don't know. I hope that all made sense, all right? I probably pissed a few people off, but, you know, it's not... I'm not coming at this from, like, oh, my God, it's so woke. Oh, my God, wokeness is, like, it's just so lame, bro. Uh, no... It's just the bigger picture as a whole. It's like, can't you just keep, like... You know what, Dana White... I, I keep pointing back to Dana White because he handles his company so fucking well. He literally says, like, dude, if you want to, you know, if you want to see politics, flick on Fox News or CNN or something, all right? If you're coming to watch the UFC, that shit's not involved. You're coming to watch fights. That's what you're coming for, all right? We don't imply any political messaging. We don't do any of that. We just... We do the sport. That's it, all right? We don't want to enforce any political messaging on any of our fighters because they're not going to agree with it. Some of them will agree with it. They won't agree with it. The point is, is that we're neutral and these fighters outside of the octagon can talk about whatever the fuck they want, okay? That, uh, what Dana White is saying, that's, the, I'm on that. That's, you know, that's, that's the, that's what I'm trying to say too, okay? Does that make sense? For God's sakes. All right, we've been going for nearly 25 minutes. Sorry about the... These fucking wise, dude. Jesus Christ. Hang on. Oh. oh, for fuck's sake. Alright, we're back. We're back. Good. Alright, I had to fix the fucking wires. Hokey dokey. Alright, let's move on. Let's move on. Alright. What was it? I have a question. What is it with... Like... You know how you see something and you just look at it and you're just like, dude, what the fuck is going on with this situation? What, like, who thought that this was, like, a good idea? You know, uh, there's just, 
There was an article that came out the other day about uh, Zelensky in Ukraine with his wife. And they did a Vogue photo shoot. Like, that's right. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being real when I say this. Uh, a fucking fashion magazine went into a war zone to, you know, uh, get really nice photos and headshots of Zelensky and his wife, you know, to show how, you know, just cool and real and just, they're, they're so, they're just like one of us guys. They are so real and cool. Like, I'm, this, I gotta read this fucking article out about Zelensky from Vogue. It's, it's, it's insane. Alright? It's just like, it's so funny to me that like, of course, like this situation which the West has like, I don't, it's not as black and white. It's, it's, you know, Russia's obviously had involvement, but it's also like the West build up in Eastern Europe. Like, I love how the West has like partaken in this absolute shit show with its NATO build up on Russia's border. And then, you know, obviously a war breaks out because of it. And people are too fucking scared to do anything because if they do, then the nukes are going to fly in the air, which I understand. I'd be fucking scared to do anything. This is the problem when, you know, nuclear armament... Uh, I didn't even say that word properly because I'm a moron. Uh, this is... Uh, is it armament? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've been having a rough day. Jesus Christ. I, I just got out of bed, you know, and I'm doing this podcast. All right, so forgive me for sounding like an absolute fucking moron. But... You know, this is what happens when you have a nuclear arsenal build up over four decades, right? And you don't have policies to be like, hey, how about we not, um, I don't know, have uh, countries own 4,000 nukes each, right? Because if that happens, uh, it could really spiral out of control. Like it potentially could right now with the fucking Ukraine. If the West gets too involved, uh, that literally could... It could be an accident. It could spark missiles going into the air. It's fucking dangerous, right? So I love how the U.S. creates, like, you know, is, is you know involved in this situation in Eastern Europe and what's happening in Ukraine. And then you know, people are dying. Like it's fucking horrible. It's 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 a war zone. Like what what else? It, it's it's absolutely like it's it's horrific. But then this situation becomes so Americanized with all this like Hollywood celebrity horseshit being like, what if we just got the first lady to look strong and we got Zelensky to hold her hand and oh, they're just so brave. It's like, hey, I got a better idea. Why don't you focus on, hmm, I don't know, not causing a fucking buildup near Russia's border? How about that? Because if you keep doing that, then it's gonna, it's gonna provoke an all-out war between like, two superpowers, no, Russia's not really a superpower, but they've got a massive military, right? It's a scary situation because of these, like, because of the military-industrial complex, like, essentially, like, pushing NATO all across Europe, right? And then we clearly can't really do much about it except give them weapons, but if we give them, like, certain weapons, like, I don't know, long, uh, like long range guided missile systems and some of those missiles hit Russia that's gonna who knows where that can go could cause a catastrophe but oh no let's do a photo shoot like what the fuck is going on really like it's like is now the time like in a war zone 
Like, is now the time to really get Vogue involved in this? Like, do I do I really want to hear what Vogue has to say about this situation? Right? The fact that, like, you know, Ukraine... I'm not saying they shouldn't get help. They definitely should. But the fact that, like, say, like, within the Senate in uh, Washington, you know, they're passing all these bills, all these bills giving them, like, $40 billion worth of weaponry. But they can't even pass bills to fund, um, you know, developing more baby formula. Right? You know, the media doesn't want to cover that shit. Instead, we got to make sure Zelensky looks cool in a Vogue photo shoot. It's like, are you shitting me right now? Like, I'm not saying Zelensky's not, you know, strong for stand... Like, you know, I'm not trying to criticize the guy saying, like, you know, he's not strong or, like, whatever. Like, he's staying in Ukraine. He's fighting the war. You know, he seems like a good lad, you know? Personally, I'm a bit critical of some of his policies and, you know, how he's handled uh, Ukraine before the war broke out. But, you know, he's in there. He's staying. But at the same time, it's just like... This whole, it's like, why do you have to make this situation so fucking Americanized, okay? It's a war zone, alright? Now is not the time to be, you know, getting making sure the lighting's right and getting the gram, dude. It's just, honest, honest to God, it's, I would love it if Vogue just did a photo shoot of, like, Biden and Obama... And being like, hey, why don't we talk about, you know, the fact that you created this uh, NATO build-up on Russia's border. They want to talk about that? No. Everyone's like, yeah, but, you know, what's wrong with NATO? Alright, let me put it this way. I'm not saying there's anything... It's not saying there's, like, anything, like, inherently wrong with NATO, but at the same time, you got to think of it this way. Imagine if Russia allied with Mexico and... Russia put missiles in Mexico. How do you think the US would respond to that? They would lose their fucking minds, okay? It's the same it's the same thing. But Vogue doesn't want to cover that. Instead, because there are fashion magazines. I don't I mean like Jesus Christ, my expectations aren't that high. But really, it's at the same time, it's just like <sighs> Do we really need to get Vogue? and all these other fucking horseshit magazines involved in this situation. Like, ugh. You know, we're on the brink of nuclear annihilation. But the most the most important thing is making sure that Zelensky and his wife get a photo of them holding hands and being so brave and strong. I'm not saying they're not brave and strong, but I don't need Vogue to fucking tell us that. Alright? There's biggest shit at play here. They, 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 why, why is Vogue getting involved in geopolitics? Why? Can't you just get another photo shoot of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and talk about the fact that, you know, one minute they're dating all these black dudes, next thing you know, they're dating these skinny white guys, you know? And Vogue just interviews them being like, this is just a new brand image for you. Oh my God, this is so cool. It's so sleek. I love it. Can't you just do that shit? Oh my God. It's like, is this, is this what the, the you know, like the US Senate is passing on? Being like, okay, we're going to give them weapons funding and we're going to fund their Vogue photo shoot. Okay, this is going to be fantastic. But oh, you need baby formula? 
you're from the working class? No, no, no. We can't have that. <laughs> Who's going to pay for it? It's like, well, I wonder who paid for this fucking Vogue photo shoot. And everyone's like, you're insensitive. You don't understand the situation. How could you be so cruel? No, it's... Listen, it's not about that. It's the fact that, like, this is a goddamn war zone. And I don't think Vogue needs to come in and demonstrate, oh, the situation's so dire. It's like, the situation's been fucking dire for years. What? I need a, you know, dimly lit photo of Zelensky to tell me that? God. Look at all these tweets. God. Just amazing photo shoot of President Vladimir Zelensky and First Lady uh, Elena Zelenska by Annie Lebovitz. I can't say that last name. My personal favorite is in Antonov Airport. That arguably was the turning point in defense of Kiev. Yeah. Look at all this rubble and death. Let's make sure, you know, everyone looks hot in this photo. It's like, it's a fucking war zone. And you want to make sure everyone looks hot amongst destruction? Am I... Am I insane for thinking that this is a little bit fucked up? It's like, we do not need these fashion magazines to go into a war zone and make it look all fucking glamorous, okay? This is the dumbest shit I think I have, I, that's come out of this situation. Alright, I'm not saying you don't support Ukraine, alright? That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, this is like, this is so stupid. I don't even think like I, I think I gotta I gotta re, I, I gotta get updated on the situation because you know my focus this week's been on um China and Taiwan and the South China Sea but I don't I think Zelensky came out recently and said he's not happy with how the U.S. has supported Ukraine but you know hey listen buddy I know we said we'd help you but you know we can't really because you know Russia's got nukes and uh, we can't send troops on the ground but um. You know, you, you know what's really going to help you? A Vogue photo shoot. How about that? You can look hot. You know, you can get one for the gram. How about that? You get a few, you know, a couple hundred thousand likes. Everyone will think you're cool and hip. All the ladies will love you back home. How about that? Everyone will think you're a strong man. It's just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Can you imagine? Can you imagine, right? Where, where was Vogue... When Iraq was going down, right? When America was absolutely bombing the ever-living shit out of Baghdad. And you got all these innocent people dying. Where was Vogue with that? Being like, oh my god. George Bush and Dick Cheney just are so strong. Can you talk about leadership for us? And then you got Dick Cheney there. And he's all just like, well, let me tell you something. I tell you what's really good. Stock prices in oil. That's great. That's what makes a strong man. Starting a war because uh, you want to make your donors happy at Halliburton. Where was Vogue for that? Where was, uh, did, did they get a Vogue photo shoot of Hillary Clinton in uh, Libya? Did you get a Vogue photo shoot of Gaddafi with the sword up his ass? Being like, this is what defeating evil looks like. Don't ever try to overthrow the US dollar again, okay? Did they get a photo shoot of Trump in Syria when he bombed them? You know, because they crossed a red line. Did you get uh, Melania Trump? Uh, when she, you know, when they bombed Syria, did you get her? 
Did you get a photo of her looking hot and looking, you know, so strong? This is the dude. This is so silly. This is the. I, I'm sorry. This is the dumbest shit. It's like people are dying. You know, Russia's like advancing. People are like, you know, getting bombed and, you know, people are losing their homes. Uh, you know, it's a fucking horrible situation. You know, and there's a, there's a huge potential for the nukes flying, but, you know, let's make sure that, you know, Vogue takes some photos before we all fucking die. Like, this is... God. It's... Come on. Like, what are we doing here, right? When are you gonna get a... When are you gonna get a photo shoot? When are you gonna get, uh, get a, a, a Vogue photographer to start taking some photos of Lori Lightfoot in Chicago? When are you gonna start doing that? So, Laurie, tell us. Tell us what it's like to be a brave leader. And you just got all these, like, people behind her fucking shooting each other. And, you know, it's, it's hard. It's a hard. Like, this is, this is, this is so silly. This is the, I'm sorry, but this is, this is dumb. This is really dumb. And, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. It's just like, uh, you know, I love how America creates these horrible situations across the globe. Because they want to be the world police. And there's, and as soon as the shit pops off, that it's like, you know what's really going to help? Vogue. Vogue, get in there. Make them look hot. Make them look sexy. God. It's like, you know, create a war zone. Create death. But, you know, make sure we uh, glamorize the situation. Thanks to Vogue. All right. Moving on. Jesus, that got dark and grim, didn't it? All right. Let's move on. All right, I'm shoot. I'm I'm recording this uh, on Thursday, and uh, you know I haven't been sent any questions, so um, I gotta go onto Reddit because I haven't been sent any questions because you know usually questions get sent later during the week, but uh, you know so now I have to um go onto Reddit and answer a question, a subreddit which I'm involved in, right? So now I have to um go onto Reddit and answer this question, answer a question that I think is spicy. So here we go. And you know what we call this segment? This is, this, this, you know, answering this question is going to be a part of Wish.com therapy. That's right. If you got a question about your life or whatever it is, anything that's bugging you, anything that you want to solve, you just send it over to benspilletoutlook.com. All right? That's where you send it. Send it over and I'll answer it for you. All right, let's go. <clears throat> I think, oh, sorry, I, 25-year-old female, think that my boyfriend, 26 male, only loves me because I remind him of his first love. Oh, damn. Wow. Well, that's, that sucks. That's, um, well, let's read on. Let's read on. Let's not guess, you know, the information's right in front of us, but instead, I decide to be a fucking moron and, uh, you know, guess what's going on. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together in 2020 for five months and broke up for nearly a year and started dating again in 2022. Uh, the breakup was just because we were at a rough stage in life, both of us focusing on our own drive and moving forward career-wise. Okay. All right. You want to move up in the world? You don't need them? I get it. I get it. So, how do I know that my BF loves me because I remind him of her? I'm going to have to read that again. Hang on. Been together and then started dating. The breakup was with his first. So where does the first love come into this? I'm confused. I'm just gonna keep reading on. Uh, 
Okay, so how do I know that my BF loves me because I remind him of her? Well, I'll list down the things I have noticed and the things he would say, etc., and how I've connected the dots. I'm also the only person after his ex that he said he genuinely liked. He would say he likes my big forehead. Well, Jesus, well, that's a way to, you know, attack your insecurities. That's not very nice. Jesus, I'm sure you have a lovely head. <laughs> and she writes, it's not that big. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. Uh, Cause he can give it a four. He can give it forehead kisses, and that's when I've asked to see a picture of his ex a long time ago. And I remember thinking to myself, "Oh wow, she looks like me. She did have a big forehead, but every other feature was almost a match." Okay, uh, we both come from somewhat religious backgrounds, and he, for some reason, has always been attached to girls with a somewhat religious background. Maybe this stems from the fact that he might want to save them from it his ex broke up with him because of her religion too his ex and i have had no have had similar passions we both love animals and wanted to be veterinarians all right um <clears throat> one thing that struck me lately was that he uses words to describe me that he has used to describe her as well but not to me he mentioned to a he mentioned it to a friend of ours one of his favorite moments of us being together is also very similar to a memory of him and his ex. Okay. A lot of things lead to the fact that he sees her in me, but I might be overthinking it too much because he would obviously deny it since he does his absolute best to avoid any arguments or things that could hurt my feelings. We've, uh, our mutual friends and I, joked about us looking very similar before and he just denies it. Maybe there isn't much to be said or done here, but now I can't stop thinking of how he just sees her in me and nothing else. Edit, I haven't mentioned this, but this was the most serious relationship and he was going to marry her before they broke up. Okay. <clears throat> um, you know, you, you, you seem like a very... Uh, and I'm going to post this response on the Reddit forum. Uh, you seem like a very, uh, you know, smart driven, uh, you know, chick who knows what she wants in life, okay? You sound like you know what you want, you know, you sound like you got a good sense of community because, you, you know, your religion and all that, um, you know, and you sound like you got your emotions in check and, you know, you sound, you know, you sound like a good, you sound like a good shit, you sound like a good shit, I like the sound of you, you know, I haven't met you and I already like you, alright? Here's the thing, <clears throat> oh my god, I'm coughing a lot today. Alright, before I answer this question, I need a fucking sip of water, alright? Because we've been going for nearly, you know, 45 minutes. Mm. Alright. So, here's the thing. Um, you know, there are moments in life <clears throat> when you're with people or you're in a situation where your instinct's gonna tell you certain things, alright? It's gonna give you, your gut is gonna give you an answer. And in those moments, you need to listen to it. You need to listen to it. Now, there's obviously a difference as well because it can also be your head fucking with you. You know, you might be a bit, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, insecure about something and your head can feed into that insecurity. So you got to block that shit out and work on that. But, you know, you sound like you, um, you sound like, you sound like you're quite an emotionally intelligent girl. And, you know, um, I would say like, you know, you just need to listen to your instinct on this one. Uh, that's not me telling you to break up with him or anything like that, but, um, or, I don't know, I just think, at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, 
in you know in relationships and all that shit, or just in life in general, then not relationships romantically, like just in general, you got to have a fight. Like you got to have a fight. You need to embrace confrontation. So, you know, I'm not telling you to go and attack him and be like, How could you? Oh, my God. How could you? Just, am I like her? Tell me. Just be honest with me. I just can't take it anymore. That's not what I'm telling you to do. What I'm telling... What I'm what I'm advising here is um, just sit down with him. Sit down with him and actually talk to him and be like, Listen, I'm bringing this up because this is, you know, starting to bother me. I, I can't shake this. Uh, I'm not trying to shame you. I just really want to, um, I really just need to discuss this with you because this is bothering me, okay? You can't sweep everything under the rug, all right? You need to talk about this, and when you talk about this, you're going to get clarity. You're going to get clarity, all right? And you need clarity on the situation, and um, when you speak to him, um, you know, like really just make sure you know, you, you need to like say what you have to say. And the best way to do that, I would say in regards to how you're going to speak to him, just like, you know, it's like what you'd had to do in high school drama class, like learn your lines, like think about what you want to say and like go over it with yourself and have the conversation with yourself first in like the car. And then once you're done with that, then you know what you want to say. And you know, and then you go up to him and you speak to him be like, you know, you just say to him, like, listen, um, there's something that's really bothering me. Um, and you know, you, you speak to him being like, you know, I've started to notice these similarity similarities. And then you ask him, you say to him, you know, like you, you just, you just got to determine whether or not like he's healed from this woman. Right. It's, it's been a long fuck. Look, to be honest here, like, it sounds like it's been a long time. Like it's 2022. You guys met in 2020, you know, um, I would assume I'm starting to think that like yeah maybe he's over it but you got to get clarity on the situation and once you do you know and he's make sure he's honest like you know then you you'll have your answer you just have to see I, this this is just a conversation you got to have it's as simple as that just sit down speak with him you know if he if he tries to like deflect being like I don't want to have an argument you just say no 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 I'm not I don't want to have an argument with you I just want to have a discussion that's it I, I'm I'm talking to you about this because I really care about us and you know and I care about you, and that's that's what, that's all you gotta say. You just gotta you just gotta speak to him. It's a conversation. You'll be good. You you know just um yeah because you don't want to. The last thing you want to be is a <clears throat> kind of like a rebound. You know you don't want to be a rebound. All right, but um you just um you just sit down with him. You have a conversation, and uh you know just just know what you want to say, and uh yeah be calm, be cool, be collected. Tell him how you're feeling, and uh, you know, I'm, I, I, sounds like he'll, he he can do the same. You know, you just got to make sure, you know, you, it doesn't lead into an argument or a fight. And if he gets defensive, if he goes like, "Well, you know, you know how much I end up talking about this," you know, why are you gonna bring this up now? What the fuck? If he starts getting all defensive and shit, just you got to stay calm. You got to stay calm, and if, and if he wants to turn it into a fight. Like, I know I said before, you know, sometimes you got to have a fight, but, you know, make sure you just, you know, you try to be calm first and be collected, and, you know, if he wants to lose his shit, let him lose his shit. You just sit there and you go, okay, I'll speak to you when you're ready, you know, but you don't let this go. Yeah, you, you got to make sure, like, you know, you got to make sure you get clarity on this, you know? 
I think what I was meant to say at the start was that, like, you know, you got to just make sure you embrace confrontation. And confrontation is not you being like, oh, my God, you're, you're a piece of shit and I hate you. It's, that's, not what, that's not what confrontation is. Com- confrontation at the end of the day is just you communicating. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. All right? So, yeah, you got this. All right? You got this. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the podcast. Uh, we had a lot of fun. You know, we got a bit controversial. We got, uh, you know, we, we, we talked a lot of shit. We uh, brought up some controversial topics, but uh, that's the thing. You got to like the spice in life, you know? You got to go for the real meat of a situation, all right? I hope I answered that question properly. I don't know. I've, 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 uh, I don't know if I've ever really... Uh, you know what? In regards to that question that we just answered before, you know, yeah, there are just some people in life who just can't properly deal with their emotions. And, uh, you know, they carry all this shit. And, uh, you know, they, they project it in relationships. And then the person's going to pick up the pieces with them. And, uh, you know, uh, so that's the thing. Mate, I, I would, I, I, in regards to that question, you know, I hope he's properly healed from that. You know, I hope, you know, he didn't get his heart broken too bad. But even if he did, still, it's his responsibility to uh, properly deal with that, you know. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Much love to you. Hopefully, um, you know, I didn't piss you off too much with some of those opinions that I had. But, um, you know, just um, keep, you know what, just keep punching, keep doing your thing. I'm fucking terrible at saying goodbyes. I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't know if you're a listener. I suck at saying goodbyes. I'm terrible at it. Anyway, all right, I'm signing off. No more. I'm not going to keep rambling. I'm going to go. All right, I'll catch you kids next week. Have fun. Stay safe. Keep it real and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Much love to you. All right, bye.